welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome to today's episode, and we have the lovely Dr. Scott Campbell Lloyd with us, joining us once again. Lucky me, right? Lucky you. Yeah, really. Just riding on your coattails to success and glory. I like this. This is good for me. <laughs> this works for me. I like this. How you doing, Scott? I'm a bit buggered. I've had a big weekend. Mm. Nearly two-year-old son. A bit of a late night. A bit of physical exercise and all those sorts of things. So I'm doing the right stuff, but oh, <laughs> taking his toll. This, this whole recovery thing is a. Uh, not everything that it's kind of cracked up to be. So, yes, a little bit tired today, but uh, a good day to be in having some conversations and uh, <clears throat> I worry about taking care of patients and physically exerting myself tomorrow. So yeah. we'll be okay. We'll be good, okay. Good, good, good. You? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had a really lovely weekend. Uh, we went out dancing and my back, funnily enough, was a bit like not happy with me. Um, so really feeling the, the feels of the body aches and whatnot, but... It's so funny, then I went straight back to doing um, my exercises for strengthening my back and then it's just gone, it's just settled. So um, it's sort of very pertinent to today's topic about healing. Right. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was, that's a really nice segue because I briefly mentioned before we started is you and I are serial podcast listeners ourselves mm. and f- from some of those we get ideas and inspirations about conversations that we think that would be incredibly relevant to not only the listeners but also just society in general. The one that I heard about, they were discussing the the concept of resilience. Now, when I say resilience to you, what do you think the first thing is that pops into most people's mind? I think it's sort of like this, um, oh, what's the word? It's actually escaped my mind. Hustle, like people need to hustle and like be strong against adversity, kind of thing. But there's like a hard energy of resilience that I think people associate to it. Yeah, it definitely has some. I think it's a good way of phrasing it. Really has that edge to it. Like Mm. it's not a rather than graceful, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a necessarily a hard word per se, but it certainly has developed a hard edge to it, hasn't Mm. it? And it's. It's not that I want to say it's got negative connotations, but again, you wouldn't necessarily say a lot of positive connotations. Yeah. But it was interesting. The podcast I was listening to, they were actually discussing resilience more around the idea of trusting the process in order to get a result. And I thought as two health practitioners from very different yet very similar fields at the same time, is that something we're talking about with our patients all the time is mm. you have to trust the process, you have to give your body time and opportunity and you will get the results. But if you don't keep turning up, whether that be turning up to take behavioural actions or going to the gym mm. or turning up to appointments, 
you're not going to get the results you want. Yeah. And I thought that would be a really cool thing to dive into because obviously we're going to look at it from slightly different perspectives, but they're going to have a lot of overlap. Absolutely. And I love that because on some level it's about, and I love this word, but it's about surrendering and surrendering to the process, right? So you kind of have this dedication of, okay, I need to heal my past uh, childhood wounds that have been triggered by a particular event. I need to heal my body or I've had some trauma that has come to the surface as a result of an injury or something. And you can be focused on the healing process and you can do what the health practitioners are guiding you to do. But on some level, if we are constantly focused on trying to control and push and change, you're not really trusting the process. And when you kind of go, okay, I'm going to do all of this, but I'm also going to surrender, trusting that everything will unfold in its own time, I think that's a beautiful sweet spot because we get out of our own way. Do you know what I mean? And let me make sure I'm 100% clear because I would never have used that word, never would have thought about that, but... You're not suggesting that when you surrender to the process that you hand over all responsibility no, to the practitioner. No, no, you're no. You're still very proactive in the 100%. process, but you're not trying to control the process. Exactly. You trust. You kind of surrender to the idea of knowing you're doing everything that you can, and then you let it go. And I think right? that's really important. And that last little bit you said is, You've got to do everything that you can. Mm. You very much have to be involved in your own healing or involved in your own process, but you have to allow the process to somewhat, I don't want to say control, wrong word, can't think of a better word, control you. Yeah. You're tapping into the process. It's there. You just have to execute. Yeah. And I think that's surrendering. That's an interesting way of phrasing it. I like that one. It's sort of like, I don't know, I think about it. It's sort of like... You know, if I have a meal and I'm being conscious of my nutrition and I'm having a variety of foods, I'm not then going to worry for the next three hours of how my body's going to digest it and absorb the nutrients and get rid of waste, right? I'm I'm trusting that my body will do whatever it needs to do. 100%. I'm still eating mindfully, but then I trust that the body will just do whatever it needs to do. So I guess particularly from your perspective, and you use the word mindful there, is it an element of, and maybe I'm overcomplicating something that should be simple, but is it an element of mindfulness of the process and it's just you just inputting yourself into it, essentially being part of the process, mm. not allowing the pro, not necessarily being a separate entity to the process? Absolutely. And I think, I think everything is a process, right? So... When we go to therapy, when we go in and seek help from from a practitioner, whether it's for physical ailments or psychological, um, we're getting guidance and we're getting information and, and then we need to follow through with that in order for the work to be done. But then there is an element, and I love talking about this stuff because there is an element that is beyond us and bigger than us There is like energetic stuff that's going on, spiritual stuff going on, stuff behind the scenes that we don't entirely understand about the body or the mind. And that requires a level of surrendering and faith, right? Faith that it will actually get me to the result that I'm trying to achieve. So, for example, and I think, you know, a few weeks ago we were talking about 
I'd hurt my back and or, you know, triggered something in my back and I was in a lot of pain. And I did all of these, you know, I went to, to the chiro and the physio, not you, Dr. Scott, but, you know, we can't mix business and pleasure that much, can we? Amateur <laughs> hack. That's why it took you so long to get better, but that's all right. And I had to, and I did all of those things. And although I was selling pain for a few days, I had to surrender and trust that these activities were strengthening my muscles. They were sending the right messages to my brain. I was meditating and really visualizing my body healing. But I wasn't controlling absolutely everything that I was doing to the point because I think that begins to create a level of anxiety. And I think a lot of people, and I'm going to use this lightly, are control freaks. 100%. People want to control absolutely everything and there are certain things that are bigger and like higher than us that we actually can't control. Totally. We can't see it. We can't touch it. It's it's uncontrollable. So that's when we need to have faith, right? That's when we need to marry our efforts and be super proactive, as you said, but then step away and have faith that the process will just unfold because at the end of the day, that's life. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's interesting. You mentioned, and we're not trying to say it as a a negative connotation, but control freaks, which then brings up for me a word that I've been kind of wrestling with a wee bit is a lot in healthcare, particularly in chiropractic, we talk about the the concept of prevention, Mm. right? And it's only been in the last probably couple of weeks I've actually thought about that word a little bit more, and I think that is such an inaccurate, right intention, correctly intention, but such a false word because we can't prevent anything. Mm. What we can do is put your body or get your body, get your mind, get your your health in a position where it can recover from an injury Mm. or a trauma as quickly and as fast as possible. We can mitigate the effect so the the problem won't be as intense or last as long or happen as frequently. But in truth, prevention is a complete fallacy. Mm. And I think that's where, as you you mentioned there, is both as a practitioner and as a patient, having faith that the process will get the results that we're chasing, but not thinking that healing or health itself is this lovely straight linear line there's no like continuum right Right. yeah and it's not as you say it's not linear at all yeah and sometimes healing can occur really quickly and but then we need to keep on doing the things that got us there right that's it or sometimes it takes a really weird wobbly way of getting us there and i guess you could have the thoughts is i know myself as a chiropractor I'm always a little bit nervous when somebody's body heals very, very quickly, mm. especially when I'm just early meeting them. Mm. I'm always thinking is, I feel like that's short term. Yeah. Long-term sustained improvement, long-term sustained resilience of their body and their body's ability to recover from little blips quickly, that's a slow, steady, beautiful process, which you look big picture is actually quite a smooth line. Yeah. It's just got lots of little dips along the Absolutely. way. And I think it's... You, as you said, is not feeling like not feeling anxious about the fact is that your healing is in its time, and we can't dictate how long that process is. All we can do is plug into a set of strategies by which we have faith 
will get us to the results that we want. I like that. And I think I think how you deal with those little dips, that's resilience. Ah, nice. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well said. Because life will throw us like these challenges and these hurdles and how we deal with that. So f- from a psychological perspective, I see it as however quickly you can bounce back from a difficulty or a challenge that has triggered everything about you, like all of those emotions, all of those patterns, you've been really working really hard. However quickly we, you can bounce back from that, that's when you know that you've developed good resilience to deal with that. Well, I would say that's actually the true indication of how healthy you are. Mm. You know, your immune system doesn't stop you being exposed to certain germs. Yeah. Your immune system kicks into gear once you've been exposed. And in many cases, your immune system does such an efficient job, you'd never actually have any symptoms. So your recovery is very, very quick. Other times, you might take a couple of weeks to recover from something. So as you said there is exactly how quickly you can recover from a blip is a true indication of your 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 health. And I would say is resilience means is you just keep turning up. Yeah. Even if you have a blip, it doesn't mean you've gone backwards. It just means your body's facing a little challenge. It needs a bit of extra support. Mm-hmm. It may need a little bit of extra meditation, a little bit of med- a little bit of extra conscious effort on certain actions. Yeah. It may mean an extra appointment with your chiropractor. Yeah. But it's turning up mm. and tapping into that process and understanding that process got you to point A, it will get you to point B. And I love that because I also want to touch on the importance of the mindset because whenever we have these little blips, you can either go, oh, okay, I'm feeling triggered or like my body's feeling triggered and so it's like seized up. And you can have the mindset of this is horrendous and I'm never going to walk again and go back to this and, oh, my gosh, I had a meltdown at work so I can't ever show up ever again. And you can catastrophize that and we make it so much bigger than what it is and that we know that that it's going to activate cortisol and it's going to slow down both physical and emotional recovery. Or you can go, actually, this is part of the process. And... I think we live in a society where we want everything to be happy, everything to be good all of the time, it's and we don't, we don't allow life to happen. And this is where the control freakness comes in. And so we won't know how strong our immune system is unless we get germs and then it fights it, right? So that's actually an indication of actually my immune system's amazing. It's doing its job. I won't know if I've healed, say, I don't know, like a trigger unless I go to that family reunion and see all of those people that trigger me, right? And if I do feel triggered, then I know, okay, I, that is just information. It's information that I need to keep working on this. Or you go there and you don't feel triggered at all. And you go, oh, wow. But you have to put yourself in that challenging situation. Yeah, you right? got to collect the data, put it into your process, and then you know as to where you are along your healing process. Mm. And that's resilience. Resilience is constantly turning up, challenging yourself, inputting data into your process, and then trusting the process is, okay, what process is it we're getting towards the pointy end of it? Or, oh, man, we've still got some work to do. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's not a race. No. And I think the value that we give these experiences, these challenges, plays such a significant role. Like if people have pain, it doesn't mean your body's not working. 
right? It doesn't mean that there's something horrendously wrong. Or your body's wrong. failing exactly. and done something wrong. Exactly. Exactly. And people go, I hate my back. I hate my knees. And, and you know, that hatred activates more cortisol. So it slows down the healing process even more. It's really about, and this is where I love the word surrender, and I'm going to slip it in, because it's really about surrendering to the fact that this is the natural process that the mind or the body needs to go through in order to heal. And it's, you know, healing is not like a pretty, you know, linear thing. It's an entire process, and it's going to be ugly as all hell some days. And you can feel like you're falling apart, like the poor little caterpillar gooping with his eyeballs falling out. It's got no idea it's going to turn to a beautiful butterfly, right? <laughs> it just feels like it's dying. And other days, you know, you're going to feel like, yeah, I can really, like, get on top of this. And yeah. Look, chiropractically, we talk about a concept of innate intelligence. Mm. Your body is innately intelligent. It is not innately stupid. Your body never makes mistakes. It is simply reacting to its environment. And part of the process is to create the best possible environment for which your body can then start healing. And as you said, that healing is never linear. It's full of blips and bumps. Hopefully we all go from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. <laughs> I can't say that without laughing because my son right now is reading my big fat, the big fat, car, uh, big fat caterpillar. I've read this book probably 3,000 times in the last few weeks. So I relate to the caterpillar butterfly. Yeah. I like that one. It's funny, I had a little caterpillar um, in my house and I was watching it and then it disappeared and then a couple of weeks later I saw a butterfly and went, oh, I wonder if it's the same one. It's like such a strange concept. But, yeah, like I I think um, we need to be patient. And I love that touching on innate intelligence because... I feel that in today's society we are so disempowered from the internal intelligence and healing potential that the body has. Nine out of ten times your body will heal naturally, right? And we need to remember that. I think we've we've had sort of our power taken away a little bit. Um, Or people perceive, people forget. I guess that's the thing. People forget how intelligent their bodies are. 100%. 100%. Cause and I their think minds, right? We, we've, I think we've given away some of that power, as yeah. you said. I think it's we've found almost too much power, I use that very loosely, in, the, in a bottle of pills mm. or something like that. And I think we've certainly become an instant gratification, which means we want yeah. stuff to change yeah. tomorrow. And the brutal reality of it is that's not healing. Yeah. Masking, not healing. So mm. I think... As you said so very eloquently, I think, is if we surrender to the process, both as a practitioner and as a patient, trust that you've put the right steps in place, allow that process the time to give your body the opportunity to heal, and you will be amazed at the results that happen if you stick with it and you just keep turning up. I love that. So I think on that note, let's like wrap it up so that people can have it really fresh in their minds. Turning up, 100%. turning up to the healing process, doing the work that you need to do along with your practitioner and on your own, making sure that you are checking in on your mindset to allow yourself to have faith in the process, to not put massive value on the sensation of what the process is putting you through, and 
to surrender and allow it to just unfold, trusting that there is that innate intelligence. Look, those four steps, myself as a practitioner, I need to remember those at times. <laughs> I'm the first one to say that. We all do. Um, and, but I think that's exactly right. It is, you nailed it. Turn up. Let it do its work. Give your body time. Mm, and trust. There is this beautiful intelligence in life. And when we step away from needing to control everything and we allow things to unfold, beautiful things happen. They truly do. Wonderful. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope this has been inspirational and beneficial for everyone. Always. <laughs> Ciao. Beautiful. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfara and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition all information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfara takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.